Top Hill Recording Podcast, episode 160. Our special guest tonight, Ina. Top Hill Recording, episode 160, and this is a weird one for me, you guys. I I know this is your all's first time in, and thank you all for coming, but this is a weird one. 
Because my co-pilot's not here tonight. <laughs> I mean, it's even weird. I got a bow tie, dusty, <laughs> my dusty bow pilot's here. So my special co-host for the next bit, man. Yeah, Thanks looking for, forward to it, dude. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah, man. So that's the type of stuff you get on this side. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, huh? it's awesome. Yeah, very cool. All right, you guys. So I've never been the one that has to drive the ship. So this is going to be wild <laughs> for me. But uh, if you would, everybody, go around the room and introduce yourself. My name is Anna or Ina. I'm Alan. I'm the guitar player. Uh, my name is Ziad and I play the drums, obviously. I'm Austin. I play bass. All right. So the way this works is this band is A to Ziad, dude. Everybody's Ooh. in A oh. except for the Ziad. A to Ziad. <laughs> <laughs> what? How did you see you're a very quality drummer? Otherwise, you would not be in this group, man, because you ruined the A's. It was all A's. <laughs> and they're like, you know what? That's a sick band name, though. Yeah, that is a good band name. Yeah. That should be like a, a full on uh, drum percussion band. You know, if you ever want to have, a, you know, it's nothing but drums, maybe a xylophone or something else in there. Yeah, that would be amazing. I would definitely <laughs> be down for that side project. There you go. <laughs> All right, Anna, I guess we'll start with you. Uh, the famous, uh, or, well, not really famous question. What we always ask is, how did you get into music? And when did you know that it was going to be something that you just kind of had to do? That's a good question. Um, I kind of just came out of the womb singing, to be honest. Um, I apparently was just like singing harmonies to songs in the backseat when I was a toddler. Like it just, I've always known I wanted to do this. Mm. I started writing songs when I was five. They weren't very quality, but (laughs) I don't think you judge quality at five. You just go, holy shit. Well, yeah. They were cute. (laughs) But yeah. And then I kind of got into musical theater and I did that throughout college. And then once the pandemic hit, I just kind of I had never shared any of the songs that I'd written and I was being encouraged by people that I love. So No kidding. Yeah. So this is fairly new for you. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, it doesn't look like it through the Spotify numbers or anything, and it certainly doesn't sound like it. Uh, But it does. I guess you can hear the training. Yeah, and that makes yeah, and that makes sense because I checked the first singles you released were in 2020, which gotcha. Mm. Cool. You know, great stuff. That I was going to ask about, you know, uh, was the production of that stuff was really really well done, and how where where did that did did you get the music from somewhere? Did you create the music? How did that come about? I mean, you have these songs. How did you build them? Yeah. So the first song that I ever released, I mostly produced myself, which is why it the quality is pretty different from the other ones. What um, song was that? Affirmation. Oh, that's a great is one. Is that the demo? That's, really? Yeah. That's yeah. A great probably one. My, one of my faves. This oh, year. I, I was yeah. like, dude, wrote that down as my favorite one. It's so stripped down. It's just the like the backbeat, basically. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. That's affirmation favorite. favorite. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, funny that you say that. Yeah. Thank you. I'm still producing my EP that's going to come out, so I've been getting more into the production side. But the other songs, two were produced by Ken Coomer in oh. Nashville, and then Not Jealous was produced by my friend Callan, and he's co-producing with me for the EP. Okay, yeah, Ken's awesome. He used to play drums for Wilco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he did some of Bendigo Fletcher stuff. Yeah, oh, he's yeah. he's great. Yeah, cool guy. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, that's high status for somebody that's just starting. How yeah. does that How does that come about? Um. So, I reached out to Laura Shine at WFPK, okay. and I sent her affirmation. And she played it on the radio, which was pretty cool. And then, I forgot his name. I think it's Glenn Howard. I think Glenn that's Howerton. his name. Glenn Howerton. Yeah. Okay. He heard my song and then sent it to Ken. And then Ken reached out. 
that's hey, kind of how all of that went. these names? <laughs> hey, Dusty knows all that, this stuff. Well, that's hilarious. Well, that's crazy. <laughs> such, a, such a small world, because that's how I know of Ken from coming in contact with Glenn Howerton. Gotcha, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's a good um, connector. What a trip to have the first song you ever wrote or recorded <laughs> to be played on the radio. I got lucky, for sure. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Well, but, but it's well-deserved. Yeah, Thank say. you. I appreciate that. Is a... Uh, is Glenn Howerton the dude from It's Always Sunny, too? <laughs> exactly what I was thinking. Really? <laughs> uh, Dennis. Dennis Reynolds. Is that his? I think his Glenn name's Howerton. Glenn Howerton, yeah. Pretty sure it's Glenn Howerton. Uh, that's cool, though. I would Google it, but my phone is recording video right now. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. We need an extra, nothing like, like it. Glenn's a class act. We need There's a nothing Jamie. like anybody in that show. <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh We'll, we'll look that up. We'll come back to that. <laughs> yeah. You're the man. only one that has a phone that's oh, Google. You can actually I'll, look I'll, it I'll up. It right yeah. now. You can look that up, man. That's pretty impressive. Man. <laughs> that's crazy. So first, what what uh, what made you go, I'm just going to send it and submit. What is it? The 50 tunes? Is it right? It is. Are you serious? <laughs> Holy. Dude, that's crazy because I've been watching that <laughs> show for years. When you said that, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you all meant him for a second. Different man. Yeah. Different man, same name. It's a very common name, evidently. <laughs> so you, you record that and you send it. Which, before we do all that, let's just give your dad a shout out. He is a musician. He, he's shout been, out John Wesselman. John's been playing forever, <laughs> doing all kinds of music and does everything. Um, so you, you do get it honestly. Um, but when you get to the point where you are just now sharing your music, which is a very vulnerable position to be in, sure. um, especially that song, because it's very stripped. Yeah. Which, even more vulnerability. And here's, you can hear all the lyrics, you can hear the tone, you can hear everything down to the the minute detail. So was it just a, a pride in it after you finished it or like, what was it that gives you the, why not? I'm going to send it and see what happens. I don't know. I think I was just really being encouraged by people. And so I just got confident. I was like, why not? We'll see what happens. Worked out. Yeah. That's kind of how I live my life. It's just kind of like, yeah, why not? Go for it. <laughs> Let's good see. Good way to do it. That is a good way to do it. All right. So another question after listening to listening to the stuff that you did produce, um, I was interested to hear what it would sound like with the band. Yeah. I was like, all right, how's this translate? Yeah, you some know? songs don't translate, I'll be honest, but so, most of them do. So what do you do with those? We just haven't played them. We've tried. Yeah, But tried. there's like two that we were just kind of like, hmm, I don't know if this is going to work out. Hmm. But So what do you do with those? Do you give up or do you keep uh, thinking about it? Like Two of them are released. We ran an affirmation, like are just really hard to translate to a live band. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I still have them up. Still have love you heard them, of... But... Uh, from A to Z, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the alter ego, the band, the band man. We he can, he can hook up that the whole beat. Oh, for sure. Did I just pull a chord? I don't All know. Right, so I think we're good. I keep kicking chords tonight. It's not a good thing. I'm super nervous without uh, Brad over there. I guess. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll I'll dress like him. I'll wear the I'll wear the top hill shirt. Well, you already kind of look like. <laughs> Um, that's I think a pretty common thing though as far as like when you release a song sometimes it doesn't translate well and, and like of course it depends on your band and stuff like like you know what you have but there's been I think that's a pretty common thing sometimes you know with, right. with, with a good amount of artists where it's like certain things just they're great on record but then um no, that was my cue to shut up. So, <laughs> man, bring me a drink. <laughs> what was the question? Uh, Did you have one? No, I was just making a dumb statement. 
Oh no, no but I totally agree down. with you because I wasn't really thinking about how it was going to translate when I was writing it or yeah. creating the production to it. I just kind of wanted what was in my head to come out. So it actually makes me wonder because you you know with the the quick connections you make and the ability it seems like to have a, a way to write in different ways, which is super valuable to not be so one way of thinking, one one mindset of here's how I write, here's the songs I write, I write this style or I write in this type of, you know, G-Run all only mm-hmm. or, you know, these type of things. Do you feel that, that that could leave you open to, you don't have to have a band, you don't have to do it just production. It gives you kind of a wide range of, of options, I guess. Yeah, I like the fluidity of it. And like, honestly, a long-term career goal is I'd love to write for other people. So I yeah. like kind of like dabbling in different genres and different styles. Well, the, the the melody lines, you know, I, I, I listen, I, I mostly listen music first. I'm a mm-hmm. super music first Same. and not lyric first. Can't relate. <laughs> well, but I hear melody lines. Melody lines yeah. catch me like an instrument, like a sax solo or something. And when, and, I, and maybe it's because, you know, most melody lines are pretty mundane or pretty, you know what's going to happen or you feel like you know what's going to happen. And a lot of that with your stuff I didn't get. You know, it, it is very fluid and plays like an instrument. And the tone, tone tonality-wise, I think, is kind of the same, too. Um, I really appreciate that. Thank you. It's just, I, did you feel that? Yeah. Of like, just, I love a good melody line, man. Yeah, it's far from, like, a, a basic pattern. You know, the, the, the choices and notes you use are cool. Thank choices. You. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, Alan, how about you, man? How'd you get started in all this uh, music mess? Uh, like from the beginning, from the just beginning, man. The give us a little, give, um, give a little bit. Honestly, it started with my friend Austin with that bass. Really, he, uh, he he'd bought a guitar. He'd got a guitar for Christmas. You probably don't even remember this. He got a guitar for Christmas, and I was like, well, "I got to get a bass now or something." So <laughs> I bought it, and you know, we sucked and never really formed a band or anything. <laughs> that was like what, probably twenty years ago now. <laughs> so that bass is a twenty-year-old bass. Yeah. And that was originally your bass. Yeah. No. It still is, yeah. Oh, it still is? <laughs> I, just, I just let him play it, yeah. <laughs> All right, so did you know that? You didn't know that? Uh, I mean, you know, coincidentally, he got one around the same time. But we, uh, yeah, I mean, we've just kind of been, we grew up down the street from each other. So we've just kind of been messing around, like playing music together off and on for like 20-ish years. No kidding. Um, yeah. Where'd you all grow up? Uh, Jeffersonville, cool. right across the river. Yeah. yeah. You know, my friend calls that God's country, but I don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> well, so uh, what what type of stuff do you guys uh, grow up playing and listening to? Uh, well, first band I was in was in like a death metal band, and <laughs> kind of you right know, on. I've grown out of it. It's still fun to reminisce and what listen to. What was the to name of the death metal band? Prices on our heads. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've had so my friend uh, Bert. He was in that band with me. He was a. Uh, he's in Darlington Pears. They were on oh, here before. Okay, but uh, they're they're phenomenal. Yeah, they're phenomenal. They are. But did that for three or four years, and then kind of hadn't really done anything till this project. So, so were you just playing in the house, hanging out, and doing yeah. your own thing, keeping on the skills, man? That's yeah, a yeah. Good I was thing. Just saying, yeah when that's... it comes calling, it's time. Oh yeah, perfect. All right, Ziad. Did I say that right? Yes, you did. How'd you get started? Um, well, I grew up like playing piano. Played piano when I was a kid. Hated it. 
like, like all kids do. Uh, picked up the saxophone in middle school, played that for three years, hated it towards the end. And then uh, in high school, my neighbor across the street got a drum set. I loved it immediately. I was super jealous. And I was like 15 or so at that time. Never took any lessons or whatever. But I would, I would just like set up pillows in my room and like watch YouTube videos and like try to play like Dave Grohl Nirvana stuff. And, like, <laughs> the Strokes. Hell yeah. And I also grew up listening to like a lot of hip hop and stuff too. So I would try to play like hip hop beats or whatever. Um, eventually got my own drum set, which my mom was not happy about. <laughs> um, and I formed a band in high school with some of my friends. It was like a punk, ska, reggae band. Ah, sweet. Uh, named, right. named Green Means Go. <laughs> Green Means Go. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Where'd nice. you grow up? I grew up in Toledo, Ohio. Okay. Yeah. Right and then uh, in college, it just kind of progressed from there. Like, all my friends were, like, music majors and stuff. So, I kind of formed bands with them. And then it sort of turned more into, like, funk and jazz and hip-hop, soul, R&B type stuff. And just kind of been playing in bands here and there all over the place ever since then. So. As, soon as, as soon as he said music majors, I knew jazz was going to be thrown in there <laughs> yeah, somewhere. You can't well, play anything we... else, man. Jazz, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, I think we should hear another song. I'd love yes. that. So tell us about this next one we're going to hear. Okay, this next song is called Not Jealous. This one is out on Spotify. I don't think any of the other ones are that we're going to play today. But okay. yeah, so Whoa, this is my latest like release. three that are not on, that are new. This is yeah. the first one I think I heard of yours. Okay. It's like the t at least the top one on your Spotify yeah. currently. This is one of my favorite songs I've ever written. Okay, awesome.
right. So tell me about that song. <laughs> um, that song is definitely about a friend I was very jealous of in college. <laughs> um, we were very close friends. So I like felt really guilty that I was jealous of her because I didn't want to be. But I don't know. It was just one of those things where we always got compared to each other. But I just felt like she was like the better version. So uh-huh. it's kind of satirical, but also kind of deep. <laughs> Inward for sure. Yeah. yeah. That is deep. Yeah. I love how it goes from minor in the verses Thank to you. major. It's like it's a wonderful turn. You know what I mean? Like in moods, it's cool. Dig I it. kind of drive producers a little crazy because I don't follow any like music theory Stuff. I don't, don't know any music theory. Don't do so what you feel. <laughs> it's better. Not, <laughs> I think it's better to do your own thing. Yeah, Thank and then you. also going back to like what you were saying before about not one or worrying about how a song transitions live. Don't. You know yeah, what I mean? This one sounds totally different from the recording. I don't know if you noticed that, but like mm-hmm. we just kind of did our own feel to it. Yeah, it's great, and you can always change things up like that for a live yeah. setting too. But yeah, great tune. Well, you, you yeah. said something uh, earlier that was interesting. You said you just had to get it out. You know, you just writing to get that out not that necessarily but just you know what i mean and if you do that i think you don't limit yourself you don't have to worry about if the transition is correct in the terms of you know because when they don't music majors would call that jazz right yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, there you go i love that so just do your thing thank you agreed all right so uh have you and this is actually a question we were asking before. Have you played out? Have you guys been out and about in town playing live gigs or doing any of that stuff? Yeah, we played at Kaiju. Okay. Oh, cool. Now, when was that? Um, when was that? Was that in like November? November. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. Okay. It was an open mic though. So why are we not like playing? <laughs> what's, what's the deal? I was like, he had a baby. Yeah. And then- going to have a baby. <laughs> like a baby right after. Congrats. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, and then, I don't know, I haven't reached out to places. I'm not sure where to reach out to, like, which venues and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Be great at the Monarch. Oh. Okay. Yeah, yes. yeah we got a spot for you. Okay, yeah. I'll take the yeah. recommendations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, how just, speaking of these guys, how'd you hook up with these guys? <laughs> Facebook. Right yeah. You just sent out a message or something, hey, yeah. looking for musicians. I reached out to, like, all of my music friends in Louisville, but pretty much everyone's either moved away or, like, was just waiting. Mm-hmm. So I just resorted to Facebook and I found Alan and Ziad and then Alan knew Austin. So well, they grew they up worked right down the street from each other. So yeah. of course awesome. not. <laughs> and my stepsister, she sings with us sometimes too. So. Okay. And she yeah. couldn't be here tonight. No. Okay. Okay. She's working. Right on. So <laughs> Shout that's out wild. That's the first Facebook uh, matchup that's worked out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. I got really lucky for sure. That's wild, for real. I mean, that's that's generally, uh, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't think that that's how it comes about. But I was that's very really, terrified really cool. to meet up with you guys. I'm not going to lie. But <laughs> it worked out. Yeah. So it is going to be at a public rehearsal space. <laughs> <laughs> We're meeting at Doo-Wop Shop in Marina Room. It's going to be on the road. I was going to say that she, the first time she came over and Ziad came over, was in my basement. I was like, yeah. come down to, come to <laughs> my basement. <laughs> Follow me. <laughs> I can't get dudes in my band because I live up here. They're like, nah, it's too far and it's creepy. I'm not coming in the woods to play music with you. So good on you for making it happen. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, all right. So I would just say you, it's time to start. You got to get out there. Mm. Yeah, it, no, it's I definitely agree. time. No, I mean not not to say that the kid isn't, you know, <laughs> but you can do early gigs, yeah. you know, because I think you know you don't have to do the hey ten to two thing. That's a nightmare. Yeah, it is. It's a nightmare. <laughs> it is. It's a grind. I go to bed at like 11. 
Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> I, well, and especially like if you, if the, if it is a, this is another personal opinion. I don't know if, if it's about the art, it's not about the money. Mm-hmm. You know, it's nice to go out and make a hundred dollars to play the four hour gig. You know, if it, as a band, that's what you're going to make. You're going to make a hundred bucks to go somewhere and play for a night. That's exhausting. Or you can go, look, this, we're chasing a, a passion. The money's not important. We'll be on a slot. Like, I don't know what you did at Kaiju. I don't know if it was just a slot or if you had to play the full night. But, you know, you can get the 40, the 30 minute set, the 45 minute set. If we walk away where we make nothing, how many people got to hear us? You know, yeah. especially, I think your stuff is really, really good. Yeah. It's really interesting. And it's not like a lot of stuff that you hear, um, especially in a live setting. Yeah. No, and, and around here as well. Like, right. I mean, I've, I've, there's, you know, bands I've, you know, know from like Los Angeles and New York that have the kind of, it's got, you got like, it reminds me a little bit of Lake Street Dive, you know, you got yeah, like, Lake a, Street Dive. yeah, I, it shows, it's <laughs> yeah. cool. Yeah. And I mean, they're great. Um, but yeah, so you would stand out for sure. Get out there, play some more, man. Yeah. I annoy them all the time. I want us to play Baby Don't Leave Me Alone with My Thoughts by Lake Street <laughs> Dive. Yeah. All right, cool. have, all right, that can be part of the set. Yeah. So work it up, <laughs> work it up. So, all right. So, I guess the uh, another topic of, of discussion was the name of the band there for a little bit, huh? We got to at least sure. just bring up vegan cheesecake, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you. So that was when, when I we were coming in here tonight. So here's what I thought. Okay. Number one, <laughs> I knew it was John's daughter, so I'm thinking we're going to have some 17-year-old kid. Hey, or I bought years. root beer because you told me it was going to work 21. <laughs> so that's why that was out like, I, I showed up with a, with a 12-pack of, root, of uh, A&W root beer. <laughs> I'm not in charge of the communications. I just, But I did think, all right, John's daughter, how old can she be? And then I remembered how old my daughter was. I'm like, okay, it makes sense now. <laughs> so... Uh, and I was like, all right, we got this kid band coming in. So that's why I was so excited to be able to drink bourbon when I saw a bunch of adults. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot what I was talking about. Completely. The name of the band. Oh, yeah. Vegan so I, I, Vegan Cheesecake, I'm thinking. Kid band named Vegan Cheesecake. And then I said, you know, meet you guys. And then, it, all right, so are we sticking with, what are we doing here? It's important. What are we? What are we? I've, um, I've I, seen pictures of vegan cheesecake, and I know you're not that because that. <laughs> no, so kidding. when I first started as an artist, I went by the name Anna Kareen, and then I went through this whole process where I asked my TikTok people um, like what they thought I should change my name to, and we debated between Ina and Vegan Cheesecake. So I chose Ina since, like, as a solo artist, that kind of made more sense. But I was also forming the band at the same time, mm. and so I was like, oh well, Vegan Cheesecake can just be the band. But then it got confusing. Because now there's Ina and Vegan Cheesecake and all of the music on like streaming platforms is under my name. Okay. Yeah. So we're we're probably just going to go with Ina. I think I feel weird about that (laughs) because we're more than just me. But I don't know. It could be uh, Ina and the A to (laughs) Zeds. There we go. (laughs) I'm liking the ideas coming out of you. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with everything. Yeah, we've and, talked about like Ina and the vegan cheesecakes the or something ever. like that. But. And that can right. always, you can always add those things on later too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like, you're the singer, you're, you know, you write, um, a, write the you write the songs too. So I mean, it's like, clearly they don't mind playing with you. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Yeah. Like that's, that's, I, 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 I vote. I think that's a good call. Yeah, I'm a vote. Yeah. I'm not in the band, so I don't think it matters. (laughs) Just Tina? Is that what you guys are voting for? Okay. For sure. (laughs) Plus, 
That's where I found you on Spotify. That's definitely <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. the spot. Yeah. For it's certain. short. It's simple. Yeah. Fits easy on flyers and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys. So this is, I think, uh, if I didn't do this, I'd get hit by a ruler at the end of the evening <laughs> by um, my co-host. Not this one. <laughs> <laughs> the, the actual. Co-host. All right. So uh, the, the latest thing that, that we're doing is three questions. All right. This is for everybody, too. So. All right. So number one. What is something non-musical that people should know about you? I was really hoping only one person would have to answer and it wasn't (laughs) going to be me. Um, Okay. So this isn't that exciting, but I majored in psychology and I also studied neuroscience in college. I've been wondering why she's been looking at us like that, dude. She's been (laughs) judging judging (laughs) everything that's wrong with the two of us. I know what's wrong with these guys. All right. All right. Cool. That is cool. Uh, Thank you. And you graduated. I did graduate. Thank you. Graduated once. I graduated in 2020. 2020. Yeah. And then you started the playing year. music. Yeah. 2020. Oh, gosh. Did you get a walk? Uh, the next year. Yeah. How many people didn't show up? It's like, oh, I don't so care. So many. Yeah. I probably yeah, I only went to see my friends, right to on. be honest. Yeah, my yeah. family didn't even come. Like, I just was like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, I graduated a year ago. Like, it's right. fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, Alan. Something non-musical about you. I'm going to kind of copy her and go with my day job. I'm a geologist. Whoa! That's (laughs) awesome. awesome. Dude, so you could like go out in in the creek back here and tell me all the cool stuff? Rad. Oh, man. We need to take him on a hike behind your house. Now we're getting weird. You're sticking around after the podcast. Hey, where do you want to go in the woods? This sounds like a Facebook ad. You can come to my basement after. All right, Ziad, something non-musical about you, man. Something people should know about me. I don't uh, know about that. That sounds deeper than my question. <laughs> Honestly, the first thing that comes to mind is I just got an air fryer. It's totally changed my life. <laughs> oh, my God. Ticket, Amen, Ziad. Like Amen. chicken shawarma That might be night, the fact man. of the night. Neil has air fried some stuff for me and like blue. Dude. I was like, oh, my God. That is like the best freaking. It's, 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 it's a, a game changer. What is, uh, French fries? Everything. Sure. Everything. You, you can cook like a full turkey in those things. I'm convinced. <laughs> Dude, air fryers are amazing. They sure are life-changing. Right. I I'm really excited for you. <laughs> Things are. I've been cooking start. some killer chicken shawarma like every night. It's a problem. Oh, if anyone out there is feeling it, let me know. That sounds amazing. I'm feeling it in this room right now, <laughs> man. Right, we're getting the recipe. I mean, telling you, like we uh-huh. got two doctors, and then the air fryer is the more the funnier, the, 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 the more interesting highlight of the. I mean, geology is cool, but do you have an air fryer? <laughs> Then you, I feel, man. well, I should now, I should say, because yeah. Anna oh, just looked at me, but I am also a doctor. So oh, my God. A literal doctor. Oh, actual wow. doctor. I, just, I wanted to go with the air fryer thing. Air fryer is way more interesting, <laughs> to be honest with you. He delivered my baby. What? <laughs> it's also his baby. No, you, wait, that, that's not a fact. That's, that's false. Okay. <laughs> I, to bring I was it like, have done it for free? I, I would have done it for free, yeah. The real question is, how can you have a baby without having an air fryer? <laughs> Air fry the bottle. <laughs> that should have been a baby gift. One of those. One of those uh, Way better than a toaster. Yeah, don't give me oh, diapers. Give me an air fryer. Give me an air fryer. Uh, Austin. Yeah. Um, like, this is Work the interesting thing about me. <laughs> honestly. No, my job is pretty boring. Uh, I have two little boys. Uh, they're pretty interesting. They're crazy. Uh, they're like, one's almost three. The other one's a year old. So, oh. yeah. 
Dude, that's a great age gap. I've got a 16 and an 18-year-old boys in there. They're, they they love each other. They grew up great together. And uh, they actually are like nice to each other. It's weird. Yeah, we were, it. I thought they were going to hate each other, but they get along really well. No. So, Even yeah. when they hate each other, it's brotherly hate. It's like, I hate you. Give me a hug. I love you. <laughs> All right, uh, number two. My God, Brad, I can't read your writing, man. Tell us about, oh, oh. What's that say? A night. A nightmare gig. Oh, that's nightmare. Okay, yeah. Do y'all have, or, or I guess this can be a collective that it happened. Nightmare gig situation, on stage situation, or anything embarrassing like that. It doesn't sound like there's been a lot of stage time though, other than maybe musical theater. Did some track sets before I met the band. Those were all a little nightmarish, but yeah. Oh, you just you sang along with the track. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't great. Really? <laughs> Nothing super bad happened. I was pretty fortunate. <laughs> It was just a little awkward, yeah. just like me with the track behind oh, me. Like it shows? Yeah. Like, yeah. Where at? My dad actually was on stage with me at Headliners, and I introduced him as John, because I was just like, <laughs> I need someone to like hit play at the right time. So, DJ so John. DJ? Yeah. This is DJ And he like John. pretended to play the keyboard. I'm sorry, you Dad, I'm selling you out. But... This is DJ. <laughs> DJ. <laughs> this is DJ. It definitely DJ. wasn't a nightmare. It went well. It was just kind of awkward. Just different. <laughs> yeah. It, it, that Talk about vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, uh, no thanks. Dude. Could you imagine? I guess you probably could because you're, you know, dusty. <laughs> I, I couldn't imagine not having a guitar. No. Well, I mean, without, I'm sure with, you've done it before. Without but it's a terrible. With, without a band or anybody like playing instrumentation, like yeah, and you, that would be. Oh. That's one thing I have like a big uh, admiration for. You know when, you know a, a hip hop artist or a lot of pop artists will be on stage and they won't have a band with them, they're playing or singing to a track, it's like, that's a lot on you. Definitely a lot. There's nowhere else. Oh, it's definitely a lot. There's nowhere else to look. Yeah. So. yeah. Right, dude, if you ever do that again, can I, can I be the guy that repeats your lines and stuff? <laughs> you know Wait. the hype man that comes behind <laughs> you? <laughs> yeah. And then I'll sing whatever line you said. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in. I'm You're 100% hired. in. You know what? I thought of it. I, I just really in the moment thought of my nightmare gig. I've, I, 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 I would love to hear it. I didn't think I, <laughs> I had would one. Too. But I have one. And it isn't a gig. It, you, you took me there because it was a microphone and a wedding. Mm, All, right. Uh. All right. So <laughs> I, had, I had to sing uh, a wedding with a backing track and I had to sing it with, a, with a, another person, right? And it was uh, From This Moment by Shania Twain and Brian White. And dude, Brian White's part is higher than Shania Twain's. It's crazy high. So I had that part. And we didn't see each other until the day of the wedding. Oh, man. So we didn't sing it one time, dude. It was awful. I, I, I Like, we did it the first time. And, you know, she's a good singer, and I, I, I'm okay. You're a good singer. I'm good enough to, like, do it. It was so bad because it's all harmonies. And I just remember running out of there. Not really, but just leaving that place going, I I don't know if I can do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and then I found out the next thing I heard, that lady died. Not that lady was with me, but the bride. So I oh, killed it. I feel like I was part of that. I feel like I may have killed that lady. <laughs> do you think I did? I don't think you did. Okay. I think you let that go. Have you carried that guilt with you? Let that guilt go, man. In 15 years of hell. <laughs> no, the story's true. Man. The guilt wasn't. But I do feel 
Sorry for the family. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Might edit all that out. (laughs) (laughs) It's not going anywhere. Any of you guys had any nightmare situations that you've had to deal with on stage that didn't involve uh, rocks or babies? (laughs) I'm in a uh, cover band. What's band? uh, Jack Jaw. Okay. (laughs) J-A-K-J-A-W. Jack Jaw. I love that name. Jack Jaw. But, uh, yeah, it was about a month ago. (laughs) We, uh... I, not we. I played the song in the totally wrong key. <laughs> What's it was? Uh, it was when I come around by Green Day. Oh, we're oh, gonna half step half down. Step. The, the crowd was drunk, and we're like, "Hey, we're gonna do that one again." And they're just like, "Yeah," <laughs> they're into it. So the, the rest of the band's like, "Whenever you can come around to play in the right chord, that'd be great." <laughs> well, it was. Uh, I've got like three guitars on stage, so I had the wrong guitar. Oh, it was in the wrong tuning. Oh yeah. no, kidding! Damn, oh, dude, that's awful. <laughs> It is off. I did that when we played last time because, dude. So, I don't. It's no secret. Brent plays a half step down, and I was playing the bass and standard tuning. Down. Oh, you I leave yours even, in, in? What's that? Do you leave yours a half step down? Yeah, all the time. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, and it's it hurts my soul, but I do it from time to time for for Brent. I made Neil do it. He made me. Now I do it on weddings and funerals. <laughs> So I can sing the songs. So you can sing it. Yeah. Anyway, I forgot what we were talking about, but yeah. Nightmares. That, that, the wrong note, wrong song, wrong key. Everything's wrong. This is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, anything crazy that sticks out? Um, I think the gig itself wasn't a nightmare, but in high school, my reggae band, Green Means Go, we opened for a band called Dr. Acula. Which, Dude, are you serious? <laughs> That's Dr. a great Acula. band, man. Yeah. Yeah, we we opened for some They're like, like grindcore. Yeah, we we, op- we saw them like way back in the day. Well, I don't like them anymore. But, uh, <laughs> well, uh, after the show, the lead singer at the time, I don't know, I, f- I forget exactly what was going on, but he was pretty drunk, I think, and I, I was like sixteen or something. And we were like outside the, the the venue, like downtown Toledo, and he was like getting into it with my one of the. The guitarist in my band's like girlfriend. We're all sixteen. Was he biting people? He was like, <laughs> he was just like talking a lot of trash, and I don't know if we can curse. I'm this going podcast. to kick your ass. Yeah. <laughs> he was he was just talking a lot of you know shit talking or that kind of thing, and they were kind of getting into it. And then uh, I forget what happened, but uh, she like made some comment, and I like went up to stand next to her, and I guess he he thought that I was her boyfriend or something, and he just like punched me oh. in like. I can't even say the face because it was so like drunkenly weird. It was like in the back of the head. <laughs> and we just started scrapping like 16 years. And I was like tiny. I was like 90 pounds. Oh. I'm just like scrapping with this grown man. Mohawk tattoos. I don't know what's going on. But, wow. Uh, yeah, so I don't like Dr. Acula. That's going to well, sound I don't I hope, like him either. I, I hope they never get booked again. Guys. Dr. Acula, please stop playing music for the remainder <laughs> of your existence. Thank you. Stop drinking, jerk. Stop drinking. He's going to live forever. Drink though. the blood, not yeah, the bird. Why, <laughs> why are you even playing with <laughs> Got anything? No, I don't. This is like the first um, band that I've like, like the first real band I've been in. I've mostly just like play guitar as a hobby and stuff at home. So since, you know, high school, I was doing like marching band and stuff. Okay. <laughs> what did you play in marching band? Uh, I played uh, like a marching baritone. It just looked like a huge trumpet. Okay. <laughs> no, my my uh, youngest plays Barry Sax and did the marching band, that stuff for a few years, man. That. That stuff translates. If you hear it, you can play it. I mean, it it super translates uh, all the way across the board. All right, one more. What's the last one? Oh, all right. Last local band or artist that you've listened to. Okay. 
Um, I've been listening to Shimona a lot. Um, I actually went to high school with her. She's super cool. She's an indie artist. And I would recommend the song Hacked, I think. It's a really good song. What is it? Hacked. Hacked. I also like I'm on Fire. Shimona. I'm writing that down. Is Coda the guitar player in that? Yeah. Band Coda. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Coda's been on here. Coda. Yeah, did he mention her? Oh, okay. That, sounds, that Batiste, name sounds yeah. familiar. Yeah, Coda was on here a few weeks ago. They just, oh, cool. they just yeah. played somewhere, I think. Uh, I saw Probably. It, I feel on, like she's good at booking shows. I need to like take That's notes. who you talk to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and plus, uh, Coda, you'd probably fit in in that vein too, mm-hmm. right? Uh, yeah. yeah. That'd be a good, that'd be a good show. Yeah. That'd be a good yeah, show. Yeah. He was awesome, man. Yeah. That'd be a really cool show. All right. Uh, last local band I went and saw was Comforter. Comforter. All right, I don't know them. I'm gonna have to get I'm not familiar. familiar with them either. Yeah, they're pretty cool. What are they? What kind of music? Um, I would say hardcore based no, on Alan. No. <laughs> I don't know, like a lot of reverb, delay. Okay, like, like kind of shoegaze or yeah, or... kind of. I don't know. You just have to listen to them. Cool. They're Comforter. Cool. Right Comforter. Um, honestly, I've only lived here a few months. Really? Was, like maybe like. Eight months or whatever it is now. And I've seen a few bands, but I don't know any. Like I saw, I saw like a math rock band at one point. No idea what their name was. Um, a couple the metal bands. Ups, the yeah, sunshine. Like <laughs> yeah, they'll like break dance to every song. To keep <laughs> no. up with the poly rhythms and stuff. Um, but yeah, I don't, I'm honestly. I, I I did listen to a couple of the artists that have been on this podcast on the oh, cool. Instagram and stuff. So Coda, like I really liked his stuff too. Yeah, yeah, he was awesome. Yeah, that was like, great. So that'd be a great way to find out a bunch of local and regional players is just oh, yeah. through Top Hill. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I appreciate no, I, that, man. For sure, man. <laughs> Not even just saying that. I actually, yeah, I, I did find a lot of great artists through that. So. Well, I mean, it was weird that you said uh, code, and it's like, oh yeah, that, that'd be. They would. Yeah, vibe. it was total. Yeah, total. Agreed. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, yeah, so I've been listening to Routine Caffeine. Really. Okay. they're great. Um, and I mean, the last show I saw like local bands was with Alan, it's like Comforter, White Wooly, um, oh. Lux. That was recent, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. It was like, it was like a month ago or something. Yeah. yeah. Kaiju. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. You do a lot of shows, don't you? I try. What was your last one you saw? Blind Feline Z Bar. Speaking of Z Bar, Hot Brown this weekend. Oh, yeah. With Friday Mr. Night. Please. Mr. Please. Hot Brown. Brown. Are you going? When is it? Friday or Saturday? It's Friday. Friday. Seven, yeah, St. Patty's Day. Whoa. Yeah. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Oops. That'll be a good one. Yeah. Yeah. All right, y'all want to do another one? Yes. Let's hear all right, song. what do we got? Uh, this next song is called Groomer, and it's a little intense. That's all I have to say about it. Bring it on. <laughs> Bring it
Cause it's been a few years now These memories keep coming out mm, mm, mm. Awesome Man I liked when you asked if we could cuss Cause I was like Gosh I hope we can <laughs> <laughs> Go fuck yourself <laughs> Listen, sometimes it just needs to be said. Yeah. Exactly. One cuss word, all you have to do is just hit the little explicit button on the podcast. <laughs> it's not that hard to yeah. do. Let's just keep that button hit. How about that? <laughs> we might as well just like mark every episode explicit. I mean, th- does shit count? I think so, yeah. Does it really? Because I, yeah. I know I say something yeah. every... I'm, I'm pretty sure shit count. That's some shit right there. <laughs> shit happens. Though. It does. All right, so I guess... Uh, what does the future look like for the group and for you? Mm, that's a big question. I don't know. I mean, I feel like personally, I'm just kind of a ride the wave person. I definitely have goals. Like I said, I'd love to write for other people. And then I'd love to keep working with the band. I know we've talked about maybe working up to like a showcase or yeah, just honestly getting out there is the first step. So yeah, just plug yeah. away, plug Booking away. some more shows. Deal. Yeah. So what about the writing process? How, uh, you know, you've been writing since you were a, we lad <laughs> since St. Patty's coming up. We lad. <laughs> so, like, what does uh, do you have a ton in the bank that you're ready to do, or do, are you constantly writing new stuff? What does that look like for you right now? Yeah, writing lyrics and melodies is definitely my favorite part of music. It's just kind of my jam. Um, I have a lot of stuff that's already written, but I kind of like working under pressure. Like, um, I have the EP coming out. I don't have a date for it yet. Hopefully. No Not- <laughs> pressure without a date. I mean, you got to right? put a date on it. What are we doing? Right? <laughs> yeah. I had, I was putting pressure on myself of like, I want to get stuff out. I haven't released anything since April. So I have five songs that are going to be on it. And then I think we're going to release our own EP too of the stuff, like some of the songs that we just played here. Um, just more of that like live sounding style, I guess. I didn't say that super well. So the 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 EP, is that all stuff you've done on your own? or Pretty like? Much. Yeah, I work with my friend Callan, so we're co-producing this one. Killer, and it's really neat that you can that you have that compartmentalization of being able to go. This is this. You can do something live. You can even take those and convert it. It's just, I think it gives you a limited, you know, a limited range of things you can do. Yeah. yeah. You usually write on a piano. Or do you play any other instruments? I play. I'm self-taught on all of these. So when I say play, I use that term loosely. But um, I play guitar, piano ukulele, and a little bit of bass. Cool. That's a lot. So what do you write on mostly? Mm, I kind of go back and forth. Sometimes I get on a kick with guitar, um, but usually piano. So when you started, you started writing at five. Mm -hmm. So basically, do you still like use these instruments mostly as a writing tool or do you try sure. to okay cool. yeah because like I could have accompanied myself on guitar or piano at the shows like it would have been like blocking out chords or just very basic strumming right so I use it more as a tool cool I want to be more skilled I just don't think that's where like my brain wiring is like do you know what I mean <laughs> well it definitely seems like you got the song right in gene mm-hmm. you know and there's a lot yeah, of I like the lyrics <laughs> yeah one well, and melody and too singing, that's like yeah. that's and then the chord progression so you can write that even if you only play a string at a time. For sure. Sometimes yeah. I don't know what chord I'm playing and it might just be like a really funky one, but yeah. <laughs> it works out. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. matter. Who cares what you yeah. play as long <laughs> yeah. as it's getting the sound where it needs to be, you know? Legit. It's very, very interesting. I'm excited. I'm excited to see where, you know, the, the group goes, where your songwriting goes. Um, and, and like I said, the versatility is just awesome. Yeah. How, how, many, how many acts have been on here that have been, I guess, like this 
new. Not because you guys don't sound new. You sound like you've been mm. a band for a long time. Legit, which is awesome. Yeah, but has that... Generally, that's a good question. Good co-host question, Dusty. <laughs> <laughs> Generally, it's... Uh, not necessarily people that are super established. We've had a ton of people that are super established. Mm -hmm. And it's mostly people that are playing a ton. So it is very interesting. Um, but also on that point, a lot of people don't have as many plays on Spotify as you do. Mm -hmm. You know, you got one with 20-something thousand, 27. Uh, all the other ones have six, eight thousand. Mm -hmm. So it, it's like, now that the songs are there and you have the stuff to do, it's, it will definitely be interesting because I feel like you're going out loaded to where a lot of people build from nothing. You go, well, I've got these couple songs and I'm going to go play these at an open mic yeah. or, or start to build that and build those relationships. But, you know, you're in a, you're kind of in a different situation. I don't know if, um, you know, I don't know if your dad takes any credit for that, uh, just kind of giving you like, a, a sense of not jumping the gun or something. I don't know if it, it, it really makes, it makes it more of like you're coming out of, of a cannon mm -hmm. <laughs> instead of trickling into the scene. So, I mean, if you could, you know, showcase would be great. And, and but playing in like the Monarch or, or Kaiju or someplace where people listen to original music, where that's what they're going for and they can hear what you're doing and hear the songs and hear the, uh, versatility and, and, and their originality and the melody lines and in the background stuff and what's going on. And you have so many of them coming out of the gate. I mean, that's just, I don't think that, that that's normal. No. <laughs> no. A like a lot, of, I'd say a lot of, you know, often it's kind of, you know, you throw a handful of songs together and then you kind of figure it out as you go. Having, having an arsenal of tunes before you actually kind of really Having that foundation, I think, will be, it's a really, like you said, coming, like, having a cannon. Well, especially original stuff, because yeah. the, I think, I think the way, especially, you know, guys like us uh, that, that play guitar and, and do a little singing, and you start with the cover stuff, and you go out and you play, I'm going to go play covers at, mm -hmm. at, at O'Shea's for four hours, and you do it by yourself. If you're, you're the guitar player, singer, you get a band together, and then... You start writing a little bit, and you go, "Well, I got this song. I'm going to try to," do. <laughs> and you kind of try to sneak it in, and you yeah. do those, and you kind of evolve into becoming an original artist instead. I just think it's it's wholly uh, original and, and really cool. But mm -hmm. all right, so to our listeners that want to follow you, listen to you, uh, see what's going on with you all, where can they find you? Okay, well, my music is on all streaming platforms under the name Ina, which is all caps, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, that's a necessity, by the way. Yeah. Search in all caps. <laughs> so it's E-N-N-A, and then my Instagram is Music 777 All right. What about you guys? Do you have anything you want to plug? No. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to stay in the dark, let you be in the light. <laughs> Jack Jaw. Yeah. Go see Jack Jaw. Uh, Jack's Jack Hideaway, Jaw. April 15th. Are you taking new clients back there? Always. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Come see where, where April 15th? Uh, Max Hideaway, and I don't even know if it's April 15th. That's in Indiana. I know where that <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. New Albany. Hey, I played a couple shows over at Old Max Hideaway when it was still smoking in there, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. they got rid of that. Thank God, <laughs> Dude, yeah. I had to leave that show because I there, was, had to leave that there was a show. guy next to me smoking a cigar indoors. <laughs> and my eyes were like just bloodshot. And like I had to go outside. And that I was, was like, within the last, what? 
I four was like, years or so. I was like, where, wow. am, where am I right now? Is this really happening? <laughs> You're in America, boy. Like it. It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna smoke like, my cigar wherever right, I want. Like I said, that is untold God's country. <laughs> yeah, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> Not, no, you can, but you can no longer smoke in Max Hideaway. So come on over and enjoy a smoke-free night. April 15th or yeah, I think. Taxes <laughs> do come listen to some music. <laughs> All right, you guys. Uh, so you're going to take us out with one more. What's the last one? Uh, this last song is called Static. It's also unreleased. I want to say this is my favorite song I've ever written, but I don't know. I, I've started to love all of them, <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> which good. is probably a really good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, this one's fun. It's just kind of about mental health stuff. I feel like I write a lot of sad songs. That's okay. Yeah. A lot of the greatest ones are sad. my thing. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I think I listen to a bunch of happy songs, to be honest I with say, you. when I write happy songs, they're so cheesy. I'm like, no one wants to hear this. They want to hear the sad stuff, you know? Uh, Ren and Stimpy, happy, happy, joy, joy. Best happy <laughs> song of all time. Can't write a better one than that. Sad songs are cool, too. <laughs> all right. Black and the white 